Welcome to Exploring the Ozarks, where we explore every location, place, and person one at a time. Here's Matt. Oh, that was good. I like that music, actually. Thank you, David Carr. I, did, I just improvised that introduction. That was pretty good, actually. You might have to do that from now on. I kind of like that. You're, I may you're... do it in different voices every time. Well, I think your 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 Hollywood voice sounds pretty good, actually. Well, so you, you could uh, you could be on I don't pull it out very often. Wheel of Fortune or something like that. That's what I'm thinking. You know, well, it was so. like when I was traveling with my my family one time. I started like singing in front of my sister, and she's oh, no. like, "You actually know how to sing?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I just don't do it in front of you very often. Right. I'm sorry. I'm in a quartet. <laughs> Everybody, this is Matt Graham with Exploring the Ozarks, and uh, that's exactly what we're here to do today is talk about uh, what we're doing with this show, why we're doing it, who we are, you know, why the heck would you want to listen to these guys talk about exploring the Ozarks? Because um, so, we love the Ozarks. Because we, we do love the Ozarks, and, you know, and there's a lot of it. <laughs> there is a lot of it. You know, we talked about, you know, this whole time planning this, what is the Ozarks? You know, is it a, a lines drawn on a map? Is it a place, which it is? Uh, is it where are the boundaries? Is know? it people? Is it people? Yeah. Is it the history that made up the place before the people even that are alive right now? Right. right. And, yeah. and you know that's what's cool about everything that we've done so far. You know, as as much as I've traveled around the Ozarks or lived in the Ozarks, um, you know, my doing the show, my travels so far have have taught me a lot about the Ozarks. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. stuff that I never really thought about about how eclectic we are. We're playing with our new machine here as well. It seemed like a good place to put a little drum, you know, bum in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to come up with some better jokes. As opposed to... Crickets are bad. <laughs> Crickets are bad. No, we need to eliminate that button. Um, but, you know, as far as, you know, when we go down to the landing or, you know, we, we're going to talk about some other places that I've been yeah, like to Howler lately, and, like Howler. Or even your backyard where we discovered all those cool little trading post coins or... Yeah. There's just so many that small was cool. things. But, you know, yeah. it's just... Being down at the landing or at the Howler, you know, that was a very eye-opening experience mm -hmm. because I look around the parking lot and I see, you know, 20, 25 cars behind me when I'm doing the intro for it. And there were three cars there that were from Missouri. Oh, Everybody geez. else is from Texas, Louisiana. I saw Florida plate, Kansas, yeah. Iowa. It's just amazing to me that everybody comes here. Well, and you, for what growing we up around here, like I moved here when I was 12, so West Coast, grew up on the West Coast uh, before Sorry, that, that. But I know. Well, it's I enjoyed cool. it. It's it was a good nice. place. But, you know, when you move out here, you think to yourself, oh, it's just the middle of the country. It's nothing. There's not really nothing out here. And I don't know if you felt that way growing up. Like, is there anything really special that would attract people around here? But there really is. Well, when you're young, it's tough because yeah. I grew up here my whole entire life. I mean, I was born in Springfield but lived in Nixa my entire life. Yeah. And watching Nixa, Nixa boom. Pff, Ozark. <laughs> I grew up in Ozark. Also. Very, <laughs> there's, there's some rivalry there. So we may to have that. to, you know. Yeah, go Eagles, right? Like uh, I wasn't the one that that ruined your your football field either. Uh, um, oh, that's do you know who did that? A few times. Uh, that, that's they've already that's been punished. Actually, but, I'm curious. I need to talk. To, uh, apparently, after the podcast. But go but, Eagles, right? So no, Tigers. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but that's what's fun about the Ozarks, right? There is yeah. you know growing up. You know, I was the son of a pastor and a teacher, and I talk about it a lot at my networking group and stuff, but. Um, you know, growing up the son of a pastor and a teacher, especially the pastor part, because growing up in Nixa, it was a melting pot for yeah. people in the 80s and 90s, and the yeah. growth was huge. Well, it still feels that way today, even. Oh, I it's mean, still all, growing. A lot of people from West Coast, East Coast come out here, and because of good prices, I mean, beautiful place, too. A lot of places to hike, and that's a good place to raise a family. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. cheap, and yeah. that's what yeah. most people come here for. You know, they're trying to get away from all the expensive living 
And, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s in, in Nixa and just the Springfield area alone, just watching all these people come in from out of state and start going to my dad's church or mm -hmm. whatnot and watching the explosiveness of the area, it, it started to really hit me when I was probably in junior high where all of a sudden, you know, we go from 40 kids in my class when I'm a kindergartner to, you know, 150, 200 oh, wow. kids in junior high go graduate with almost 400 and yeah. we were the biggest class at the time now they're graduating a thousand kids plus you yeah, know wow see i was like 250 260 in my class right that was and that was a big deal it was it was you a know? huge big class all right so you're you're talking lots and lots of growth and yeah. we've kept our kind of small town mentality but that's what everybody yeah. wanted coming here was a yeah. small town mentality they call that's it what you expect yeah you know? mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, well, we should we should say too, the Ozarks isn't just Nixon, Springfield. It, I mean, it goes you know an hour and a half north, an hour and a half to the west. It goes down to Arkansas, it goes into Kansas, touch Oklahoma. I know you've been all over those places. I know oh, I've been yeah. to several places around here too. But well, I hike a lot. Um, you know, that was one of my vices um, from some vices. That, well, I call it a vice <laughs> because it's much better on you than a lot of other things could be yes. when you're trying to get out of your own head yeah. you, know what, yeah. you know what i mean i've explored a lot of other things too that we'll talk about eventually but <laughs> uh but you know having things that happen to you in life you know sometimes you need to to be alone sometimes you need yes. to be introverted yeah. Yeah. and sometimes you need to figure your own stuff out and and hiking was my way to do that right that's a good way of doing it yeah yeah, yeah. and it gave me an opportunity to go start seeing what i didn't get to see when i was a kid as a kid you take yeah. it for granted you always just go oh well your mom and dad are just like oh you're bored go outside yeah well, were, you, were you in the boy scouts at all or? no so you just did it all of your own volition yeah unlike me it. i was in the boy scouts they made me go out and, and that <laughs> do things could make which you i enjoyed nature, i know? enjoyed it i mean but i was never really like a big outdoorsy person growing up. i mean yeah i wasn't huge into that well, I, was, see, I was more reading and stuff like that choir <laughs> being inside a yeah lot. yeah so i grew up on three acres in nixa and it's not like you would think three acres I is a grew big up deal on two why why two. is everything that you do just a little bit just a little bit a little David. bit just I'm a little so bit <laughs> well it starts with you going to ozark you could have been a little Wait. bit better by going to nixa but <laughs> let's think back to those days is that really what it was so you know you grow up that was actually me hitting the wrong button and i thought it uh, was <laughs> And I thought, you know, I have nature out my back door, and I have three acres, but it's, nice. it feels so small when you're out well, especially there. Especially compared to where you're at now. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we live in a hundred acres now, so it's mm -hmm. a little different, and I and I'm super blessed for that. But, um, but you know, having three acres as a kid, that's a big deal to a lot of people that don't grow up around that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, a lot of West Coast kids or East Coast kids. But, um, well, yeah, and to add to that, yeah, when I was in Arizona, that's where I moved from. Was Arizona? It was quarter acre. You know, oh. 250 person or house units. Now we did live near some like hiking hills, sure. but they were hills, like literally like maybe 200 feet tall. Right. And people would be like, "Oh, I remember my mom told me a story. It's like when the realtor showed us the house. He's like, look, it's a great view of the mountain over there, <laughs> <laughs> pointing to these hills. Yeah, those are. And rocks. We just moved from Utah, where oh, there was actual mountains. Love Utah. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's it. it but you know, realtors are there to sell, right? So exactly. Exactly. But place. yeah, so we moved from a quarter acre to that we would do a two acre plot where there was actual trees in the backyard. We're like, wow, trees! I didn't know those were used to cactuses and stuff. Oh, see, and that gets you more attached to the area too. It does. You know, it does. Yeah. Our three acres was pretty clear. We had a few, you know, trees and stuff. We rode four wheelers around a lot and stuff oh, nice. like that. But you know, my dad would take me hunting, or you know, we would try to go hiking a little bit here and there, which was basically Busick, which is really where I live right now is mm -hmm. Busick, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but you know, as far as growing up in that, you, you kind of take it for granted. So after I went through college and baseball and all that kind of stuff and, and came back home, when I moved to St. Louis, I really 
had a big affinity for getting back home because yeah. it was just and it's pretty up where i was in st louis i was in a place called hillsboro so it was nothing but hills um then i came back to springfield and i'm like oh my gosh there's so much i haven't explored yeah. you know i've been so focused on sports and school that i never really had a chance to get out and do all this type of stuff and actually explore so i started exploring then lots of floating lots of hiking and doing everything i could oh, outdoors floating. i stopped hunting at yeah. the time because i just thought i could go to the grocery store to get meat instead of shooting it but <laughs> right. um but i'm still a man okay do you hunt now i don't hunt now actually oh, okay. uh i do have probably 30 to 40 to 50 some odd deer sometime that show up in my front lawn and i just like looking at them my parents are the same like they're they're in a neighborhood battlefield but they're up, up against the forest they're neighbors oh, yeah. i don't know what they put in their backyards but they have like four or five deer in there Oh, yeah. All the time. All and the it, time. But it, they're on, like, quarter-acre plots. And right. just walk in there. Well, once they find a good spot where they know nobody's going to shoot them, they'll stay. That's That makes sense. You know I'd probably I mean? do the same thing, yeah. I would, too, right? <laughs> and I just feel like, you know, maybe someday I'm going to need those deer, so mm, I'm not shooting mm-hmm, them right now. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that want to come. Grow the herd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I have a ton of friends that want to come, you know, hunt down there, and I'm like, no, I don't, yeah. I don't need anybody around the house with a gun. But, yeah. uh, but no, I'm super blessed to live where I live, but that also has accelerated what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more I live down there, the more I want to explore more you know like you said earlier yeah. we i had some some friends of mine that are called the 417 relic hunters yeah and they do uh metal detecting they sound really interesting they're super that cool. would be that would be a cool thing to do and i, I think, think we're we're going to explore that at some yeah. point on exploring the ozarks that, because I, they do a lot of history stuff that i love yeah so. my my brother actually was out digging doing a service project somewhere and they found an old civil war sword while they were digging a ditch holy smokes and i still have that sword do you really i do that's incredible. I, I really want to take. I need to take it up to. Uh, if you go to the state capitol, the archives, they can actually look at it and be like, "Yeah, this is an actual wow. what era it's from and stuff like that." But, hey, that's a good other episode right there. Yeah, so um, you know, bring it in some time kind of show stuff it. that I'd I'd thrive on. Yeah. And you know, I was and there's so much of it around here. Oh yeah, I mean, it's not just Wilson's Creek Battlefield. No. I mean, no. Well, and there were a lot of you know traveling through to other places for a lot of confederate or union soldiers yeah um, a lot of intersections where you could probably find artifacts i mean just the post mm-hmm. office um routes alone mm-hmm. back in those days i mean <clears throat> i've got one post office that's a named office it was called the norwine um that was right down our road so on our property in highlandville there's actually still the old wagon trail that used yeah. to run behind the house yeah. it's still behind our house our house one of our houses on the land is 110 years old, 118 oh, wow. years old. Jeez. And you, so the old road, that was the, it's now a road, but used to when 65 Highway wasn't as big, it was mm-hmm. still just a dirt path at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned into a low water bridge with two lanes, and now it's four lanes, two big, huge, 100 some odd foot bridges. And uh, that old wagon train used to run down in our backyard. We still cut it, we still clear it, we still have that piece of history that's, that's super really cool. cool. Yeah. So I start looking around and I'm like, man, there's gotta be more to this this property, right? So uh, me and my son were walking through the creek bed one day and he was two years old at the time. He's gonna be nine on this Saturday, wow. right? Time flies. So yeah. happy birthday, Norris. But um, <laughs> So we're walking along the creek bed and I'm like, I gotta be able to find some artifacts in this place. I know they're here. I've heard mm-hmm. stories about mm-hmm. people finding all sorts of arrowheads and stuff. I'm not gonna give the exact location, but um, but we're walking along and all of a sudden I see this this piece of brown looking pottery sticking out of the rocks and I can see these lines in it. There's five lines in it that are very distinct and they had chinking in them, which is what huh, that's called. Yeah. And I, I'm like, there's no way. So I pull it out of the ground thinking it's an arrowhead. 
and I literally pull out of the ground a four inch by three and a half inch by it's a big triangle piece of pottery shard. Wow. And it's thick as I'll get out. And I'm like, man, this has got to be a real yeah. piece of Indian history yeah. here. And so I sent as many photos and as many, uh, I took pictures, I took measurements. I mean, I, I took as much as I could for not being an archeologist. Mm -hmm. And I got a hold of a guy, and I started researching who I could send this to, and the best fit uh, that would actually call me back uh, was a guy at, an, at a natural history museum mm -hmm. and, in, and a Native American museum down in New Mexico. And uh, Wow. Told him what I distance. had. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I thought, too. I huh. reached out to probably 30 of these places. That is crazy. You and think someone around here would have jumped on that? I, so I went to, like, the Cahokia Mounds in St. Louis. Oh, yeah, those are fun. First place I called yeah. because I'd been there before. Mm -hmm. uh, they never gave me any shout back so this guy was like yeah i'm super interested in seeing this he's like mm -hmm. this is what i live for just you know regular people finding regular things and um so i sent him everything that i had minus the piece i didn't send him the piece because i'm not giving that to anybody sure. so be careful yeah. who you let handle that sword you found okay <laughs> uh because it could be taken very quickly i believe uh, it. so i sent him all this stuff he sends me uh some information back saying yes i know what it, exactly what it is just from looking at the pictures um, he said that it was 500 to 700 year old uh, oh. Indian mound builder pottery. Really? So we're talking uh, someone who's probably more of the Osage tribe that yeah. was traveling from uh, the Osage area, which would be um, Fort Leonard Wood area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, St. Louis, you know, that whole area was full of, of Native American activity. Yeah. So you're saying but someone was traveling along and they, would come they, they gave the area. pot to like their, their clumsy child and said, here, hold this pot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has food for today. Uh, uh, or, so, or buddy, I want you to collect water in this thing. See, and then it just kind of fell through his hands and it broke well, right there on your property. He basically said it was probably more for, for water. Okay, that makes um, it thicker, so it doesn't leak thicker, as much. Yeah, so it doesn't leak or poke holes in it. And you're you're near a river in. there, right? And yes, and it is a creek. So yeah. right down, well, it'd be upstream from my creek, which is on another road as you cross 65. There's yeah. a big opening to a cave right there, and I've yeah. driven past that thing a million times probably, and I look over at it every single time, and I'm like, okay, there's got to be more to that thing, right? Mm -hmm. And literally. A couple of years, four years later, after living down there, I find this Indian shard, right? Yeah. So then I call the guy back at the museum down there, and I say, hey, listen, I've got this cave system that's down my road. I know it had to have been a shelter at some point, right? Yeah, He's makes like, sense. It needs to be, first of all, don't tell anybody about it because you'll have people go in and, and start digging on it, right? And it's on private property, thank God, but people are crazy. Um, so I start investigating this a little bit i started asking some of the neighbors and some of my neighbors are you know families that are have been there for 200 years yeah you know and they've had family property that they've never given up or sold so there's some old blood done in our area that's a big so thing here in the ozarks yeah the oral history part is is really yeah. one of the biggest reasons why I, I wanted to start exploring the ozarks with you is because yeah. that oral history just seems to want to disappear over time right does, and if we yeah. don't salvage it we never will have it again so well, that's that's one of the reasons I see this this show being part of it is being a an archive for these kind of things. Yeah, exactly. it's not just to, and we're going to promote businesses and nonprofits on this show, of course, too. But uh, and people, but it, you know, it's it's most of it's about the history, right? And like what what came about, like and this whole entire story about the Indian chart. It's like you, we can't just think of the Ozarks as existing like in the past hundred years. Exactly, it, it goes back thousands of years. Thousands. We're going to focus more on recent history because that's easier to talk about. Well, it's, but... it's easier to find, you know, <laughs> like just like with this Indian. But shard. it's these stories. Yeah, it's these stories like what you're talking about right now. It's well, like, and like that's an, that's fascinating. You know, I start talking to people that have lived in that area for a long time, mm -hmm. and you know, I start hearing 
story after story of Indian Native American uh, traffic, mm-hmm. their history that's going on. So this cave that I've been looking at forever that's been driving me bonkers, I finally got some answers on it, right? Oh, so, okay. I'm, um, I'm on the edge of my seat here. This one older lady <laughs> pushing 95 years old, She, one of my friends that knows her that's worked for her, he reached out to her and said, hey, I know a guy that's got some questions. So I used him as my conduit. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was old at the time. It was kind of COVID-related where she didn't want anybody around. So I, sure, but I still yeah. wanted my information. Yeah. And so I gave him a small list and, you know, said, hey, can you go check it out for me? So he does. comes back, and she's like, oh, yeah, that used to be an Indian shelter when they would travel oh. through here, so it would be a cachet. So they would take a lot of their pottery, and they would put uh, it in this cave. So it wasn't yeah. necessarily like they lived in the like cave. It's like a refrigerator. It was basically, it was their storage yeah. is what it was. Yeah. For other tribes even that would travel through, of course, yeah. they would add to it, mm-hmm. not take away from it, right? They would never take anything. They would always leave more than they took. Interesting. But so they would use would, it who while would end they up were using in, it. Well, they would use it while they were in the valley or up on the hills, and they were hunting and stuff, so they needed those things. But if they were traveling through, they would just drop some things they off. They would leave things Yeah. Okay. versus take, oh, I want that pot like Got, we would oh, nowadays gotcha, yeah, because gotcha. people are jerks, right? Uh, well, you know. so they would, I feel like people around here, though, are pretty giving. It's the Ozarks. We're, we're pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Yeah. I can't say we're not. Okay. So <laughs> on the other token, just as a side note, we do have 29 some odd nonprofits in the in the Greene County area. So we are a pretty giving place well, and they're huge nonprofits. Interestingly, interestingly enough, half of the people that are employed in, in Greene County, I believe, are working for nonprofits. I could see that. Half the employment is for that. I could totally see that. A big that. part of that is the hospitals, of course, but there's also just a ton of nonprofits well, you think around a here. Convoy of Hope, least of these, exactly. you know, yeah. those cross lines. Well, we got like a whole that. bunch of like Fortune 500 companies. We've got some big international outreach nonprofits based out of here. Right. we got a whole bunch of really good. That's what exploring the Ozarks is about, yeah. though. Yeah. You know, these people all typically have come from the Ozarks. You know, some of the big Fortune 500 companies you're talking about, I know those families personally. Grew up with yeah. them right down the road. You oh, know? That's so, I mean, that's yeah. stuff that, that's the Ozarks, though. It's 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 melting pot for not even just us. We're talking going back at least five to 700 years from yeah. what we know of just one piece of pottery I found. Yeah, exactly. What's even cooler is, and not even cooler, I think this part, I think the pottery is super cool. Uh, but we also had the 417 Relic Hunters in my property, mm-hmm. just going back to that. Uh, the 417 Relic Hunter guys come in my property, and there was probably, oh gosh, what, 12, 15 people? <laughs> I didn't realize there was that many of them. Uh, but they, I get up one morning, and they were like, yeah, we're going to be there at 8 o'clock on Saturday. I was like, you're not going to catch me up. So I get out there about <laughs> 9 o'clock, and I go out my front door, and my whole yard's full of cars. And I'm like, what the oh, hell wow. did I do here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, because you want to try to protect what you own, too. Because, oh, and, but these people are fully They're vetted. Respectful. They're super respectful. Yeah. You know, they, they, and they're, they're there to all, preserve and they're all out there and it's yeah. like 110 degrees. I felt terrible. Oh, geez. And ticks and chiggers and everything. That's the whole episode right there. It's talking about the weather, the, oh. the moods of Missouri. Oh, the yeah. Ozarks. Yeah. Cause it's well, been it's like what, 60 and it was, yeah, was negative say, three a week ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I literally said to my brother last week, I was like, you know, if I was outside a week ago in this, I'd be in serious you know, danger of going to the hospital Absolutely. just because of this terrible weather. But oh, now it's like, and I'm in short sleeves and I'm walking around. Yeah. Where it's like Loving whatever. life, you know, but so <laughs> we're, we're walking along and they're, they're basically just honing in on the, the hundred some odd year old house that, that we've got. Sure. And they're yeah. going straight from the foundation out in a fanning pattern. Right. They get out to a tree that's right out front. That's obviously it's, it's worked the soil up a little bit. And, um, my buddy, starts freaking out he's like matt get over here i was like oh man what'd you find mm-hmm. and every time they said matt get over here i'm like oh god what'd you find <laughs> this time it was more like it's not an old rusty nail it's mm-hmm. not an old pop can or a beer can 
and he pulls out this coin. And usually when those guys are looking for relics, coins is what they're after. Sure. Because that really does tell our history yeah. faster, I yeah. think, because Makes it's sense. dated, right? Yeah. So this wasn't really dated, though. But what's cool about the story of it is, and I'll bring it so we can put it on camera sometime. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. It was a trade token from the, uh, let's see, you're probably talking Great Depression era. So you're talking 20s, 30s era. Okay. Um, so in our area with all these hillbillies, there wasn't many banks. We'll talk yeah. more about another bank vault that I really want to talk about yes, at some point. Yes, of course. <clears throat> so I'm dropping little teasers along the way. But so this trade token, um, we started looking up where it was from, where it came from. Mr. Wayne Glenn has been super awesome for me to be able to cite for yeah. a lot of my information. He's also from Nixon. I love that part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of have a connection. He knows my family. I know his. And I've been to his house and that kind of thing. But uh, Wayne Glenn is the orator for our area yeah. of history. He and has he a lot is, of good stuff on he's Facebook. He's one of the coolest guys you'll ever yeah. meet, too. Plus, he was on the radio. He had a radio show yeah. forever on KWT, which is a historic radio station, really. But, um, but... So I start looking into it. I start talking to Wayne. We kind of knew what it was. We kind of knew because it said flower, five cents on mm -hmm. it. It had the Montauk trading post written on it, or it's oh, not written so on it, cool. it's imprinted yeah. on it. So the Montauk trading post is an old post office that's over on the other side of Highlandville on the 160 side. That is a old post office, basically. Before mm -hmm. it was a post office, it was a trading post. So all these people that were working their farms and stuff like that so they started running out of money during the great depression so they had to have a way to still have some type of currency yeah so even if they were broke they would take these trade tokens and they would use them at these trading posts and say all right give me five cents worth of flour at that time that was a lot of money right mm -hmm. if you didn't have it these trade tokens were used for your currency as basically it was your credit at the time yeah so they'd say okay well here's a trade token for five cents i'll you five cents uh, come okay. back come back let's talk to you know at the end of the month yeah see what you can pay me back with mm -hmm. and you'd come back with your money you get your tokens back and you just do it again right so huh. it was the first real form of credit in our area interesting and since i work in credit um with central bank as a, as a mortgage person this is really really neat to me how it kind of comes full circle yeah. you know yeah. um but seeing a trade token like that i started researching a little bit more yeah. and i go well shoot there's there's an old rock foundation i found down our road and I've known that it was there forever. The guy that lives there now had no idea it was even there. And I've right, talked to the guy right. who's super awesome. His name's Garrett. He's a chiropractor in the area. Um, but I told him about it. I'm like, hey, you've got an old trading post right at the base of your property. <clears throat> and I'd like to see if I can get 417 relic hunters to go down there and start doing some excavation. We're still in the talks of that. Yeah. He wants to try to explore it himself because he's that kind of guy. Of course, he's a lot yeah. like me. Where he's you, like, you don't live in an area like that without being that way a little bit. Well, right? yeah. And, uh, he's very <laughs> successful. His IQ is very high, very high uh, on the ACTs and good, things like good. that. So he's the type of guy that's like, oh, now you got me yeah. interested. I'm going to go check it out. He's just like me because well, whenever I started. That's part of the show, right? We're trying to get people interested in going out and looking at things. Exactly. Right? And respecting the history. Respect the history. Yeah. Respect the people's property. You know, when so I... in, in order to like wrap this up, since yeah. we're, we're at time, right, right, like that. I went on that. Because we could go on this for a long time, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what else do we want to say about Exploring the Ozarks? Because obviously we're trying to introduce this. We wanted people to know what we're doing. Yeah. Obviously, go check out our YouTube and Facebook and all those other things we're doing. Right. Um, I think so far that was a pretty good teaser. Yeah. Um, but yeah. what we got a lot the, more planned. Uh, well, yeah. And what Exploring the Ozarks is all about is, you know, there's we talked about the nonprofits, how many yeah. of those there are, Fortune 500 companies, mm -hmm. small mom and pop companies, 
yeah. you know, that are just starting, or they've been around for 10 years or something like that. Got a bunch of parks around here, hiking parks. trails, howler bike, oh, you know, all the lakes rivers. and rivers. And... You know, I'm a river rat, so yeah. I love going to the river. I love taking my kids to the lake and yeah. things like that. But there's all these cool aspects to the Ozarks that, you know, and there's a lot of people out there that kind of showing things off but I mean, right. we're trying to do a little bit of a deeper dive on right. some of these things and get to the, 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 the history and the story what's, what's the, the history story? of the lake yeah you know i mean there's cities at the bottom of the lake what's, what's towns. the story of all those i'm sure there's some some towns were covered by the lake when they it was were built, all the dams and right stuff. i mean and, when, and there's another there's another natural history museum that johnny morris just opened up down at top of the rock yeah, that we gotta it, talk about that it was he basically has a whole section of that place that was relics they found while they were digging out for the dam that's so cool and so he's got a collection yeah. of those things that tells the story of the dam so exploring the ozarks is literally that we are exploring the ozarks it's our home we're proud of it we mm -hmm. want people to know mm -hmm. how proud we are of it and what's here you know uh, you look at missouri just like you thought when you were moving from out west you know oh shit we're going to missouri like oh, i was actually happy there. about it but uh, well <laughs> i thought there'd be nothing here right <laughs> You would think that, right? People think Arizona, well, it's a freaking desert. I'm not yeah. interested in that, except I have allergies, and it's super humid here, yes, too. exactly. Um, which we'll talk about that at some point, too. But I really feel like, you know, you all need to stay tuned. Find out what is going on in the Ozarks. We're going to do special events. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about nonprofits, businesses, mom and pops, Fortune 500. We're going to have all Locations, these people honest guests. Yep. We're going to go visit them. We're going to do videos with them where they can tell their stories, too. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in being a part of the podcast, we'd love to crowdsource some things, pictures, yeah. videos. We're looking for sponsors, too. We are looking for sponsors. Yeah. Um, I think we should be able to reach quite a few followers very quickly through the platforms that we have. So check us well, out. Everybody wants to share the Ozark stories, right? Well, we want them to, too. You know, I mean, yeah. everybody has a story somewhere along the line. So exactly. tell it, you know, let's talk about it. Let's get it recorded. Let's get it exactly. on paper. Let's get it on video. Let's get it somewhere where people are going to be able to, you know, use this in the future, right? Love it. So you want to check us out, go to exploringtheozarks.com. We're also going to be available on Facebook at Exploring the Ozarks page. Um, TikTok, We'll Instagram. have more details as we do these more. Right. This is the first one, so, you know. TikTok, Instagram, uh, all those fun little platforms the kids are using we're, we're privy to it we we are you know just we're old but we're young at heart um so catch us on we've got actually what 1700 views just on one of our tiktoks yeah. so go check us out on tiktok go check us out on instagram facebook and our our website at exploringtheozarks.com give us some input uh we will be reaching out to quite a few people that we already know for sponsorships we do have people lined up so if you do want to be a sponsor make sure you get in line for this uh for what you get for the money is going to be very very valuable yeah, yeah, to exactly. your business so uh, we love you guys. Thank you all for for helping us, you know, expand this this project that we're working on. We do have day jobs, but uh, we love what we're doing for the community, uh, and keep exploring the Ozarks.